here's a textbook example of evidence for evolution. Welcome to Critical Thinking Scan, where we look at how you can think about any faith-challenging message and arrive at a biblical, logical conclusion yourself. I'm Patricia Engler, and today I'll share how I'd apply the seven checks of critical thinking to an example my own first-year biology textbook presented as great evidence for evolution. This was the first point under the heading, evolution is supported by an overwhelming amount of scientific evidence and it described a study about insects in Florida called soapberry bugs. The study found that bugs which dined on fruits with deep seeds had longer beak-like mouth parts than bugs living in areas where the fruits had shallow seeds. The bugs with the shorter beaks could feed more efficiently on shallow seeds, so it makes sense that natural selection and possibly other mechanisms would not necessarily favor the long-beaked bugs from those regions with these plants. However, in regions with deep-seated fruits, natural selection favored bugs with longer beaks. And my textbook presented this as a prime example of Darwinian evolution as a whole. But is that true? Well, let's think about it, using the seven checks of critical thinking. Check number one, check scripture. How does this message compare with God's word? Well, Genesis says that God created living things to reproduce according to their kinds. And in this example, we see that soapberry bugs did indeed produce soapberry bugs. There aren't any changes between kinds of living things going on, so the real observations are quite consistent with scripture. Well, how about check two, check the challenge. Even though the study's observation did not challenge scripture, the textbook is using this example to claim that all life evolved from a single common ancestor, which does conflict with clear teachings in the Bible. So we'll move on to check three, check the source. Where is this information coming from? Well, from evolutionary textbook authors whose worldview's starting point is man's word rather than God's word, which will affect the way they are interpreting their information. We can also check how this information was collected by going back to the original research article. When I did that, I was surprised to see that the sample sizes or the numbers of bugs that the data was based on were a lot smaller than I'd expected, as high as 64 but as low as 18 individuals. While I don't doubt natural selection was likely happening, researchers have found that sample size can really affect the accuracy of results in natural selection studies. Well, how about check four, check the definitions. Remember, evolution is one of those words with multiple meanings. The study is about evolution in the sense of variation within the soapberry bug kind, but the textbook is claiming this as evolution in the sense of variation between kinds of living things from a single celled ancestor onwards. And as you can learn about in the resources linked to this video, the types of processes that lead to variation within kinds of living things can't account for the new genetic information required to produce changes between kinds of living things. So calling both equal types of evolution is a bait-and-switch fallacy. Well, what about check five, check for propaganda? Why could the claim that this study shows Darwinian evolution is a fact sound persuasive? Well, because it's coming from an authoritative textbook with professional-looking diagrams, which an intelligent professor is teaching in a classroom where everyone else seems to go along with what's being said. And all that can make a message harder to resist psychologically, but none of that makes the message automatically true. Now we come to check six, check for interpretations. What part of this message is fact from observational science? 
while the observation is that soapberry bugs tend to have different beak lengths in different environments, as natural selection does not favor genetic variation for less appropriate beak sizes from the bug populations. The interpretation from historical science is that this type of change is evidence that all life evolved from a single ancestor. But like you can learn from the linked resources, natural selection can't produce new genetic variation for that to happen. So a biblical explanation is that God created soapberry beetles with built-in genetic variation, which we see natural selection acting on in the present. At this point, we've probably caught most of the relevant fallacies to check for in check number seven, check the logic. So that's red cap this example. For more on how to think critically about other messages that challenge the Bible's teaching, you can access my other CT scan videos packed with tactics, tips, and tools that helped me as a Christian student at Secular University. Thank you for watching.